0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join
1: the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. It is fall camp week. And my goodness, uh, what a horrible piece of news that came out on Monday with Miles Brennan Uh, who's right in the mix to start uh, for lsu competing with max johnson for that starting job suffering a left arm injury that required surgery on tuesday ed ogeron announced the news in a release said that there's no timetable for a return but quite honestly it it put his season very much in doubt um before it even began which is which is heartbreaking for miles brennan put in a lot of work to be in this competition to be uh, you know, strong enough, big enough, you know, uh, ready to go for fall camp, and instead suffers a, a an injury right right before fall camp begins. So Shay, uh, first of all, what just was were your reaction to the news? And um, obviously, this means Max Johnson is the starting quarterback for LSU now.
0: Yeah, and and look, that's the obvious part. We'll talk about that plenty. Is that what we thought was about to play out in fall camp? This whole battle between Max and Miles and. And certainly a lot of people made arguments that it could go either way uh, is now obviously going to go directly to Max. But it what a tough blow for Miles, right? I mean, he got here, what, 2018 season, uh, 2017. That was would have been him playing behind Danny Etling at the time uh, and actually got some run as a freshman and then uh, beat out, or at least everyone thought, had beat out Narcisse and uh, beat out Justin McMillan to be the guy. Uh, for LSU entering that 2018 season. Obviously, that's when Burrow transferred. He sits behind him for a couple of years, got his shot last year. And we've said it before, and and everyone watched it, but I think people forget that first three weeks whenever LSU got rolling, right, which was late September in the shortened COVID season, he was statistically one of the best quarterbacks out there, certainly in the SEC, and was outpacing Mac Jones at the time. He'd gone for over 1,100 yards in three games, they just decided not to play defense, and they went one and two in that stretch. And then he gets injured, and now just a week short of fall camp, a non-football injury that appears, and and we'll have to we can kind of give our two cents on that. But it appears to have ended his season right before it even begins. And I know people are already asking about a timeline and with medical stuff where it is now, how quickly can he rehab? But you got to remember, this is a guy also who was still rehabbing and getting off of a pretty devastating injury a year ago that he couldn't even have surgery on because it was such a rare injury to occur. So now he's carrying another injury. That means another whole rehab session. I, From people I've talked to, Billy, and and I presume you've heard the same because we've swapped text about it and talked about it, but there aren't immediate expectations. Granted, he just had surgery today, Tuesday, when we're talking, but there aren't immediate expectations that we'll see Brennan back out there this fall, meaning that with no scholarships left, remember, they took major burns, and that was their 25th and final signee of the class, uh, that they'll move through it with Max Johnson and Garrett Nussmeyer is the only scholarship quarterbacks on roster.
1: And, and look, I don't think anybody's sitting here second guessing whether they should have, you know, not taken Major Burns or Mike Jones. Those are those are two really big pieces for LSU defensively in twenty. I still think they made
0: the right move too.
1: I do too. And Major Burns, you know, judging, reading between the lines on what Ed Ogeron has said about him. Looks like he might be the one to start opposite Jay Ward at safety. You know, that wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, and then Mike Jones Jr. is right in the mix for starting uh, starting linebacker spot. And mo- both guys have multiple years. And you're coming off of a 2020 season that where Max Johnson leads you to two straight wins to close things out, including one on the road against Florida, top 10 team at the time. And quite honestly, I think we kind of heard that the expectation was that Max Johnson had a leg up going into fall camp anyway. So now that Max Johnson is your starting quarterback for sure, uh, let's lead off with your expectations for Max Johnson and and then I'll chime in with mine.
0: Well, I mean, look, a year ago he was, he came in and overall, right? So if I'm including his garbage time stuff and then his two starts, he was about a 58% passer. Now he attempted more passes than the rest of them. He actually threw for, just short of what Brendan was at across three games, but outpaced TJ Finley, certainly. And I think it was clear uh, that max was the better option. Uh, once we got a good look at both of them, we got to see Finley for five games as a starter. Uh, so I think that you got a taste of it now. A, and I've looked back at a lot of, like I've watched videos of old year of last year. I've watched some games. I'm not going to sit there and watch every game. That would be painful uh, for anyone to have to do, but uh, I've looked at a lot of Max's stuff and, the O line was bad last year, so we did have to see a little bit more of his scrambling abilities, and that will be a part of his game. But I think that now, and, and I'm curious how much too, right? Because I think that naturally, if Miles, if Max would have won the job, but you had Miles, that you would have been a little. Max would have had a longer rope with what you're okay with him doing. You know, getting outside the pocket, getting on the run. Not that I think they pull back the reins on that completely at all, and maybe it's just it's something we don't even notice. But he can't get hurt. There is no way you can afford to now think you're going to go out for a second year in a row and trot out a true freshman. And if they get to that with Meyer, he's the only option they have. It's not like last year where you had Finley and Max. So I think that you got to keep him healthy. That means the O-line needs to be better than they were a year ago. And in those games against Ole Miss and Florida, they didn't play great on the O-line. So Miles has gotten, or excuse me, Max has gotten a taste of that, right? Of, of what it's like in live bullets when they're not playing great. Uh, but again, those two games, <laughs> They could have just as easily lost that Florida game. He certainly had a minute till the end, uh, and Cade York comes up with the big kick. But Ole Miss was not good the next week. I mean, they were leaving Kayshawn Butte wide open in the rain, and and Max was just making it happen. So I do think Billy that he's he'll grow a bit, right? Like I'm not overlooking that that he's now got some starts under his belt. He's got an off season. He can reset. He can uh, kind of mentally know, okay, this is exactly what I need to do. But for me, this next month becomes really paramount. Because you've got to find a way not just to get Max ready, but I also think Nussmeier, and we'll talk about him in a minute, but has to get some reps because you know he's a a shoestring of you know tripping and falling or getting hit or whatever it might be away from being the starting quarterback. So uh, I'm curious to see how they share these reps in fall camp, but I do think that Max needs to be able to mentally realize that hey, this is I got to stay healthy, but I also got to really grab this job and run with it. Uh, because I won't have camp anymore to to push me knowing that miles is right there on my heels.
1: And I think with you, with you having Max Johnson now as your lone really starter, um, let's be real. He's going to have a chance to get more reps with that first team offense, get better prepared for UCLA. But another thing that I think that helps expectations in a way for LSU and Max Johnson is that Ed Ogeron and the staff managed a very similar situation in 20, 2018 and, um, you know, maybe we'll see uh, Max Johnson run the ball, hopefully not in as long of a game, but uh, run it basically until his legs fall off uh, against Texas A&M in the season finale, because that's what Joe Burrow did in the final game of the 2018 season, uh, the regular season before uh, Texas A&M ended up winning that one. Uh, but that was when they could really just let the reins go on the offense and, and run them a little bit more because that was kind of it. They, they pushed all their chips in uh, on that game. Uh, and it, you know, obviously went, um, you know, into seven overtimes, and the rest is history. But um, this, this, this situation can be, you know, managed by LSU because they've been through it. They've been through uh, a situation where they have a very, very thin quarterback room, and so I think that's going to help. I think that's going to help how they manage, you know, his his arm uh, just throughout the season. You know, the the amount of reps he gets, and you know, not putting maybe too much strain on, making sure he's not you know throwing. Uh, so much that uh, he gets worn down. Um, that that's something that I'm sure the entire training staff will be working on with Max Johnson. He's a big, strong kid. It's kind of like Burrow in that sense, um, but they're going to be careful with him too, and they need to because you know I think for Max, one, uh, you want him to get through this whole season. You, I, I don't think LSU wants to hand the reins over to Garrett Nussmeyer because they've you know run Max into the ground early in the season and he gets hurt somehow. Um, but I, I think this is a natural uh, step for Max Johnson to be the starter. It's it's something that I I think for the most part we heard that he had the leg up going in, um, but now it just comes where he's going to get extra reps in camp with the first team as a starter, which hopefully helps his development for LSU, and then he can go into his season and build off of those last two games that he had. Um, certainly has to uh, get more consistent and. and you know the thing about it though is is he had a better completion percentage than Burrow did in that 2018 season uh, when he took over. It was different offense, different playmakers, um, but yet again, kind of young, you know, unproven receivers outside of you know Kayshawn Butte in this case um, that kind of all grew up together. And so I'm very interested and intrigued to see how Max Johnson does this entire season. You know, UCLA is going to be a test as far as you know going out there on the road, far trip. Uh, but look, they've gone into the swamp. He's handled that environment fairly well. So I think Max Johnson's going to take another step forward as LSU starter. I think he's the reason if you if you're looking for optimism to have optimism around this team, quite honestly, uh, because of the way he played and way he produced towards the end of the season. You wish he had a, you know, those extra bowl practices now looking back, but obviously they decided to uh, hold themselves out of that um, and, and, you know, kind of avoid that situation. But uh, instead, he's. Now thrust into the quarterback uh, starting quarterback role for LSU, I think he's going to do just fine. Um, and now uh, it's Garrett Nussmeyer's turn to to step up as far as being the backup. He's a coach's son, and as we look at you know what Garrett Nussmeyer is, I think he's somebody that's fearless. First of all, you know I watched him play a lot in Texas, and uh, that was something that really stood out to me as far as his game goes. He's got a, a big enough arm, I think, but uh, obviously, I think you want him to to redshirt. Uh, if you're LSU and and get some mop up time uh, in some of these um, non conference games, if you can, to uh, to develop and and be ready and get that taste of game action. But he did have the spring. Uh, I do think though that um, you know you you hope if you're LSU that Max Johnson uh, takes the reins, stays healthy. He's a big strong kid and avoids injury so that Garrett Nussmeyer can come along and develop during the season.
0: One thing I like, too, and, and you mentioned it there in part, but that your two scholarship quarterbacks who are healthy right now are both sons of former NFL players. And you know, Brad Johnson obviously won a Super Bowl, and we know plenty about that connection with or with, uh, with Max. But now Nuss becoming a part of this program and people start talking about him more. I think that storyline should go right along with it, because I think when you grow up around it, and I've noticed it with these guys and certainly with Nussmeyer, too, because – the one thing with Nussmeier is, yeah, his dad played in the NFL, you know, he understands and, and it's been taught to him how quarterbacks behave, what it's like to lead a room, all that. But his dad's worked as a coach now at so many different stops, including a lot of college places to where Nussmeier played at a bunch of different, you know, gone to a bunch of different schools, played in a bunch of different youth leagues, and then into middle school and, and obviously found a, a home at Marcus in Texas with his dad working for the Cowboys. But point being, they said everyone in the spring said Nuss came in and you can just tell he just understands how a locker room works. He understands what a quarterback's supposed to be doing. He gets along with everyone on the team. He knows everybody from the training staff to you know the people who take out the garbage. And I say that because that's just how quarterbacks are. And I think both Max and Garrett are built that way. So the mental side of all this, and I think we saw with Max last year isn't going to face them. And, and Max went into the swamp and won and didn't ever look like it was too big for him. He looked like a freshman at times, but not mentally. And uh, I think that that's good. If you even have to go to Nussmeier at any point this year, Billy, you do think that, hey, this is a kid who's mentally can get it done. He's strong enough for this moment not to be too big for him. Now, obviously, you don't want to be put into that spot, but there's a lot of folks, and, and I don't want people to immediately skip right past Nussmeier and think, hey, look, Walker Howard, faster, and more quarterback's coming. You talked about Nussmar a lot because you were in Texas, you were seeing him play. He got better every year of high school and, and got hurt there at the end as he's trying to make a run with Marcus, but he put over up over, what, 8,000 probably passing yards across his career. I know he set a record his senior year in terms of the school's all-time passing mark, but this was a guy who was playing his best football year after year, and he comes in in the spring, and we heard. Orgeron and a lot of them say, hey, look, this is a guy who's championship-level quarterback. Like He can not only play here, he's going to be good for us one day. I don't think they want that day to be now, but uh, maybe that process speeds up a bit behind the scenes, as you noted, Billy. Uh, if you've only got two quarterbacks, then the second one's going to end up, by default, getting even more reps uh, in things like camp, working with the second team, whatever it might be. Uh, that's stuff that I don't think Nuss, you know, at least that amount of reps, he would never have gotten had Brandon have been here and certainly wasn't getting in the spring when Finland was also here. So we should probably see his developmental path maybe speed up a little bit more than we had anticipated right now that he's uh, getting a little, a lot more extra run in these practices.
1: Yeah, and, and one thing to cap everything on Garrett Nussmeyer and, and I mentioned um, his, his uh, fearlessness is his competitiveness. You know, he is a really competitive guy uh, and he's going to take these reps very seriously, obviously. Um, but, you know, that is is something that stood out to me when tracking him, you know, as a prospect and he improved his accuracy and completion percentage. And um, he's still got a gunslinger's mentality. You know, Ed Ogeron noted that on 104.5 on a Tuesday morning, talking about it, just, you know, he mentioned the interception in the spring game, but you know, he's, still developing at the college level that was his first taste of uh college level speed, but he is somebody that i think is not going to just give up you know because like you said, walker Howard number one quarterback in the country on the twenty four seven sports composite is coming in behind him. Uh, he's going to be you know locked in whenever that time comes for uh him to battle again for the starting job and and do uh do all of those things um whenever max johnson moves on or you know who knows i mean, it, it's kind of weird, Shay, and and this is where we kind of transition to: is this a one year worry uh, for the position? But you know, Miles Brennan can have two years left, and if you think about it, Max Johnson, let's say he has a great year this year, continues to be the starting quarterback as a junior, M- Miles Brennan could end up being like what, like a seventh year senior starting for one year and then. Walker Howard and, 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 uh, Garrett Nussmeyer battle it out. You know, I don't know if that's, that's going to happen. That's something to, uh, probably, uh, put on the unlikely scale, but, uh, this is, uh, this is a room that could really be around for quite some time.
0: And this is what you want, right? I mean, you know, in the age of the portal that you're, if you're stacking up four guys, you're going to lose one and they lost Finley. That's to be expected. and And you can't help injuries like this. So, it's not something you're planning for. They certainly had planned knowing, okay, we probably are going to lose one of these guys to the portal. That'll be okay because of all their ages. But no, I'm with you. Look, and you think about it, Miles used his red shirt, but he could explore medical if that's something he wants to do. But he also can tap back into that COVID year. So we knew he had two years left going into this year. And with two major injuries like that, right, we'll see. Obviously, he's just coming off his surgery right now. So it's way too early to speculate. But just beyond that, he uh, said the hope would be to. Then you've got Howard coming in, and you haven't been skipping any quarterback classes either. So you've got a nice run right now. Is still, and certainly it'll. My point would be made further uh, next year when Walker gets here. But they're still as deep as they've been uh, in terms of quarterbacks on roster uh, as any time I can remember covering the team, at least top to bottom, with good guys. Uh, it just is a, a painful blow that now Miles, their most experienced guy, is the one who gets banged up a week before fall camp. And and you're back in that position you were just a few years ago when you're working with two quarterbacks.
1: Yep. And look, lastly, this takes a lot of the intrigue out of the quarterback competition going into fall camp, which, you know, uh, I think with with LSU, you know, breaking in Jake Peets as the offensive coordinator, this is going to this is not. This is not what you want by any means, but this is, if you're Max Johnson, this is a good thing for Max Johnson um, that he can now take these reps and, 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 you know, the time with Jake Peets and really work with the receivers more and more and more um, as they get ready for the season opener. Fall camp opens up later this week, players get back in on uh Friday, I believe, and uh, we'll be there to cover it all weekend uh, as LSU um, gets going with fall camp. So, be sure to keep it locked on the Go 24-7 podcast as we'll break down fall camp, uh, all the other position battles going on. Uh, so be sure to check back as uh, LSU got gets bad news to kick off this week when uh, players report for call, for fall camp with Miles Brennan going down with the injury. But we've talked enough about it. We'll be back later in the week to preview the, the fall camp and position battles and do all of those things. So keep it locked on Go 24-7 for all the latest on that. And uh, thanks for listening to this edition of the go 24 seven podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon.
0: When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old, whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper, the better